wouldn't call right. it a pimp shirt. Uh, I mean, well, it is a pimp car on your shirt for sure. With, with cars. I and... I just want to say. Yeah. Hi, Ken. Hey, I am Ken and Hello, and thank you very much for downloading this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. You can download many more episodes at movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. Uh, behind the scenes here, Eric and I talked about this movie, Godzilla 98, a little bit today before we recorded. And I'm telling you, this this could be an interesting episode because him and I are opposite ends here. Eric, Godzilla 98, how the hell are you doing? This movie sucks, Jordan. I'm happy to talk about it. <laughs> I don't mean to come so, so hot, actually. I do remember it fondly. The marketing was a monster in itself that attacked all of us globally. So uh, I'm excited to talk about everything Godzilla from 1998, and I know Sarah is too, who's joining us for our the what's this the nostalgia extravaganza the last the episode. last movie yeah. yeah uh so a little more behind the scenes Eric and I moved this weekend and so we didn't have a lot of time to watch uh the movie and so we started it last night I of course proceeded to fall asleep um. Except that Eric also just turned it off because he was so angry watching this movie. And we finished it just like an hour and a half ago. Um, we finished watching it. And it was another or it was another movie where every few minutes it was just like hand on the head, arms crossed. Watching him watching this movie was more entertaining than the actual movie. Yes, yes, I have. I have seen that a lot when it comes to people watching movies like this. I feel like that was you with Last Action Hero earlier this year, Sarah. Uh, maybe. It was definitely Eric with uh, Fifty Shades of Grey last year. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was in every half hour he got up and paced. So. <laughs> I'm sure. Had to walk that one off. Yeah. No, um, I, okay about this. I will, I will make it clear. This movie is not good at all, right? <laughs> but... I have, I, I, okay, I've watched the movie twice for this review, but kind of. I watched it, <laughs> and then the second time I kind of skimmed it to be like, okay, is, is this really that bad? Like, what is so bad about it? So I compared this to the original Gojira. And mm-hmm. besides it being New York, and it looks like an iguana, and some characters, it's basically the same thing. So so why is this considered so bad? I think it's more of a cult classic now. Would you say, Eric? Oh, absolutely. It's Especially with classic. the merchandise that's available for this. They made Doritos. Yeah, they did. <laughs> uh, Taco Bell was everywhere here. Lizard, lizard. I mean, come on. So I did not know this, but there was a cartoon, Godzilla, the series. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was on Fox Kids, if that brings a bell. I never watched it. The whole season's on YouTube for free, on just YouTube. Do you guys want to hear the plot of the first episode of the cartoon? Absolutely, we mm-hmm. do. Yes. Have you guys seen the cartoon? Yes, I've yeah. seen it as a kid. I don't remember a thing because okay. of it because I think I was probably watching something else. You know, you you know it exists, but you don't watch it. Kind of that thing. Okay. okay. So, question about the cartoon. I remember watching Godzilla when he had Godzuki, who's like the little tiny version of Godzilla. Yeah, that's like. Is the this 60s. the same cartoon? Oh, no, no. really? Yeah, that was like the '60s, '70s. Yeah, that was that was straight Japan. Oh, but it was a cartoon. That, yes. Okay, I remember no, watching yeah. that when I was a kid. 
Yeah, and Godzuki. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like 60s, 70s. That's oh. nothing. This okay. okay. So this cartoon is a direct sequel of the of, of this movie of 1998 Godzilla. The cartoon starts with Godzilla chasing everybody in a taxi and getting caught on the bridge and getting blown to bits. Like the cartoon opens with that. And then of course Madison Square Garden bloating up. So like the last 15 minutes of the movie has been condensed to two minutes of a cartoon. Yeah. Okay. okay. So the movie ends. Now we're following Nick Totopoulos. The blonde is completely gone. Thank the uh, Thank anim yes. animal, the, the, the camera guy, he's gone. Uh, it's just Nick and him and the Marines go back to Madison Square Garden to make sure that every egg is destroyed. One egg is left. It hatches. It imprints on Nick Totopoulos. So now he is Nick's pet. Yeah. This is the cartoon. So Nick, of course, is scared because he was just five minutes ago being chased by hundreds of these little mini, you know, dinosaurs, if you will. So, but he's figured out that it thinks that he's his mama and all this thing. Anyway, that's the first episode. Every single episode after that is Godzilla is now cool. Um, every human likes Godzilla. And every time that there's a monster in some foreign land, Nick Totopoulos sends Godzilla to go fight the monsters. Of course. Beautiful. That's the cartoon. So uh, this was a part of the original plan for the trilogy, supposedly? Uh, yes, allegedly. Allegedly. The studio had Alleg this in mind to make three movies. I wonder if Matthew Broderick would have signed on for this. Can you imagine a Spider-Man-like franchise with Matthew Broderick... <laughs> Leading the the uh, I guess the entire vehicle of Godzilla that it would be insane. There it has to exist in some other reality, right? It has to be. Um, okay, so I don't want to go into scene by scene, right? We never really do that with the nostalgia extravaganzas, but I do want to talk a little bit more history if you guys don't mind. Where it's like 1998. I'm 11 years old. The poster is huge in the movie theater. All it is is the foot, and it says size does matter. Mm -hmm. That was the whole thing was what does he look like? They were, they were trying to hide what the monster looked like. I would argue because I've seen other Godzilla movies. i never seen the original Gorgira, the original Godzilla film until I got to college. But I've seen other Godzilla films, but I was excited for this. Were you guys at all excited for this coming out in 98? Oh, was the hype train good, like as good for you as it was for me? Were you excited pulling on your dad's art? Dad, two weeks, dad, one week, dad, it's here. Absolutely like, not. No, so, nobody's excited. I was 14 at this time. And uh, I think in that part, you know, maybe interests were, were, you know, I've seen a lot of movies at that point. So I had a pretty good idea of what movies I liked and what movies I didn't. And you can kind of smell this one. A little bit away, especially with the the marketing that went around it, you can just kind of like go, okay, well, I'll I'll bet you any money this is, you know, just going to be kind of a silly movie, and it 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 sure was. But listen, it, back then, because what else was coming out in '98? This was a big year. Like uh, there were two soundtracks that I wish I still had that I got for Christmas. It was Godzilla the album and City of Angels. 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> so those soundtracks were huge. This was the time of the soundtrack too, because remember, like Chef Aid, like yeah, Chef Aid was huge. P. Diddy, come with me, come on. Yeah, this was the song was everywhere. Huge, this was a every movie had to have a song that went along with it. Hell, even Bullworth had a song. Ghetto superstar. Ghetto superstar. Yeah. That is, that what, is you... what you are. Yeah. Maya, she had a hit. Yeah. So let me this this was big, right? So Sarah, I was on the hype train. Eric was not. Sarah, did this appeal to young Sarah? It did not. Um, once you said it, I remember some of the ads um very vaguely, but we were talking about this because we did watch this in the last year or two. Um, I think it was right before or right after you guys reviewed the latest Godzilla movie and we were talking about this one and I was like, you know, I don't know if I saw it. And so we watched it in the background and I don't remember it being the caliber that it was on this watch. That's a good one. Um, It's being very kind. Um, So I don't, I don't think I saw it when it first came out. I don't think I saw it until the last couple of years for the first time. All right. And that's fine with me. Okay, so Eric, you and I, like I said, you and I talked about before we recorded, I don't want to go scene by scene, but you don't like this movie. Why? What's going on? Is it how Godzilla is created? Uh, let's start with that kind of stuff first. Like, do you not like how Godzilla was created in this movie? When we will break it down a bit more, but right. for the most part, it isn't so much the characters or the overall plot, the, if you break it down into the, its its bits, it's more just the horrible continuity and decisions that are being made in this movie. The, the only other, I mean, like this and like, what was the other one? Like Cloverfield. The, the, the horrible decisions everyone makes in some of these movies, it takes me out of the movie. It really does. And it just, I, I need to understand why. And it just, it was pointed out in this movie, and I agree with it com- completely by the mayor, that the military did way more damage to the the, the city of New York than Ga- Godzilla could ever even um, hope to do. They did, you know, Godzilla was in billions. They were in like quadrillion trillions. You know, just in Google, an actual Google. That's how much damage they did. <laughs> what was Godzilla's motive? Was Godzilla's motive simply just to reproduce? Asexually, right? We all get educated on that. What that meant back in the day was that the whole plot of Godzilla was just go to an island and make a nest. I think so. I mean, because they specifically said, you know, it's 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 he's going to an island, uh, and then proceeded to lay lots and lots of eggs over a two-day period while also rampaging through the city. But didn't he also hop other islands to get to Manhattan? Yes, because he was also on Jamaica and somewhere else on his trek to You would think uh, that he would stay Manhattan. on Jamaica, right? You would yeah, think it's so? probably a pretty good place. It's nice and warm. Not um, lot, maybe it's not big enough. I don't know. Well, they were in French Polynesia. Uh-huh. Right? The South Pacific. And so for some reason, uh, being so close, maybe that's kind of a little Easter egg or a nod to the, you know, um, I guess, I don't know, some Japan... Uh, thing, uh, the old original. But anyway, for them to have Godzilla migrate, I guess, that far to New York City, it, like, really? Why not L.A.? 
Yeah, do you think he went all the way down around the bottom of Chile? Like yeah. through the Straits of Magellan over by, by, what is that? Is it Antarctica is at the bottom? He cut through the canal. Yeah, that was my other, it was like, did he go through the Panama Canal? He paid. To get to Jamaica and then cruised all the way up to New York City? Like that is a long way to go just to lay some eggs. Isn't it also changing a body of water in a way with like temperature and stuff too? Where we're like, just, yeah. Like, yeah. like in Jaws You're going form. from like tropical down to frigid and then up through uh, this, the, the South Atlantic, Atlantic into yeah. the Atlantic, into the North Atlantic where New York is, which is not the warmest. Okay. So we all know, calling it out here, we all know that the original Godzilla was created by Japan as a metaphor for, you know, nuclear war. Why are we making Godzilla in 98? What is, what is its metaphor? Uh, I have jokes that are not appropriate. I think, <laughs> I think uh, it could be all right, but I, I think this was just kind of just capitalizing on the good old fashioned Hollywood monster movie and stealing uh, other IP people or other people's IPs as they love to do. Because it wasn't like what other monster movies are coming out at this time? In '98, nothing. This was all like like well, post like aliens, right? So when did Independence Day come out? And two, years, was two years before. Yeah. And, and the Alien Resurrection was 97. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. right Jurassic, now, Jurassic Park had come out in 93. And then 97 um, was Lost World, the sequel. And then what did I read? Oh, hold on. Um, what was the gorilla movie? Congo? No. Um, <laughs> Congo. King, King Kong? Mighty, I, Mighty, Mighty Joe, Joe Young came oh. out in 1998 as well. Because okay. uh, from what I've read, they attribute this movie to being the downfall of the giant monster uh, movie. For a while. For a while. All right. But that one actually did even worse than Godzilla. It well, would. It also uh, had the kind of unique twist of doing dinosaurs, too, which... Uh, when did The Lost World come out here? Let me take a look. 97. Yeah. So, But I, these aren't dinosaurs. These are radioactive or... Uh, um, yeah, radioactively changed iguanas. Yeah. Is that actually? That's not what they say in the movie, right? That's, that's what's implied that's at the exactly beginning. Yeah, that's it exactly it. They just have an iguana looking up at a bright light. So that's 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 you guys saying, okay, that is okay. That's the movie so, saying because Doctor Nick Dutopoulos <laughs> is a nuclear scientist. He's not a biologist. He's not any sort of you know like, like he is a nuclear scientist. So why would yeah okay? But he's studying, he's studying the effects of radiation on wildlife, right? In Chernobyl. So we've all seen the original Godzilla costume, if you will. So Sarah, since you're not going into this with nostalgia or much of a fan, is this the bastardized version of Godzilla? I don't think this design is really that bad. I don't think it's bad. I think it's a neat idea. It's, it's very dinosaur-like. Especially when you get the baby and they're basically velociraptors running around New York City. Um, yeah. When they hatched, it was like, oh, I've seen this before. It was called Jurassic Park. Yeah, Steven Spielberg should be suing. This was theft. Yes. Um, but, I, I mean, oh. the reason why that... Hey, Tremors huh? 2 came out in 96. Nope, nobody, nobody but you and me saw Tremors 2. Just so you know. I think a lot of people saw Tremors 2. Nobody. 
Uh, <laughs> me and you were the only idiots in the theater going, ooh. Um, Classic. Yeah, we think it is. So I don't think the design is that bad. Um, I am so used to the standard Godzilla standing on two feet thing. They mm-hmm. tried to screw it up with Shin Godzilla. Remember that one a few years ago, Eric, where it was like this larva. Godzilla was a larva. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, like, they're, they, they kind of screwed the designs. They made it more dinosaur-like, yes. I'm sure the creators of the movie were like, hey, that Jurassic Park movie is successful. Let's make it look like a T-Rex. Sure, I get it. But I, I like the design. I, I mean, it's cool. Uh, it's miss, uh, Godzilla's missing a lot of things, uh, like his atomic breath. I don't know why he doesn't have an atomic breath. I was very confused. I asked Eric, is he a fire-breathing reptile? Uh, because he did it twice in this movie, and I did not realize that Godzilla was supposed to breathe fire. Um, is it's, is it's that a, true? It's not really like fire. It's atomic breath. What, he did, what it is traditionally is that he would, he would open his mouth, he would do the Godzilla scream, like the Godzilla roar, and a blue beam would come out. It kind of looks like lightning. In a way, but it was like a long blue beam, and that was his atomic breath. Yeah, and like his and like his fins on his back, or like his spikes would glow blue too. That's really how he would. Cool. Yeah. So for this to have him just do his yell and cars blow up, I sure. Yeah, but his uh, the his atomic breath or blaster, it would be like a mini nuke, right? I mean, it was a a hell that of was a the punch. Whole point. Yeah. yeah. That was the whole point was that. Um, okay, so we talked. lighting a fart, basically. <laughs> so we talked about what it looks like. We talked about atomic breath. We talked about it makes no sense where it comes from and why it goes to New York, different bodies of water. And we don't like anything right now. So is there anything to like? I mean, like, is Matthew Broderick toxic? Is that blonde girl? Sarah, you made a comment that that blonde girl, you were happy that she was in the cartoon, hardly. I mean, like, is she that bad? Uh, she, I don't know. She was just there. Um, she was a foil, you know. I, I didn't feel strongly no, towards no. her or against her. Cover the motive. What's uh, the motive? I guess it didn't... To I get guess... back with Matthew Broderick? That was it. Go that was the motive. Slash be on TV? Yeah, like what? Like her whole point is, I, I, I it, just as lost as you are. It could, she could have been out of this movie completely. It, it would have been, been the same movie. The same movie. Yeah, she, she did nothing. She was more of a villain than anything. Um, so they were together what four years, right? College sweethearts. Four years in college. Why did she leave him? To Do we pursue, know why? To um, pursue her career. Yeah, she left him because she's like, well, I just wanted to move to New York. She said, uh, when I left to go to New York, I was sure I was going to make it. I, I knew I was going to make it. And what, she became a secretary for eight years? So and are you saying that this movie is saying that women should not pursue careers? No, I'm saying that this woman is a, is a giant B word because... She failed at her job, and she's like, oh, well. Oh, look, the, the person who I was invested for four years is on TV. He's pretty cool now. I guess I'll go back to him and my safety net, and I can forget about this job that I filled at in New York. Not Valid even that, boy. but I'm going to use him because he's in the thick of things. I'm going to use him to get a job. That's right. That's a valid, that's a valid point. I'm surprised you guys have both have not. from him. You guys have not said that she looks like Sarah Jessica Parker. Who was uh, offered the role? 
Wasn't she dating or married to him at this point? She married him after she, they started dating after this movie. But yeah, she was offered the role. Okay. Okay. So wait a minute. So she stole from him. What did she steal? She stole, the uh, she stole the tape, the tapes, the tapes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The tapes. Okay. Um, and what about innocence. animal? Everybody likes animal. I like animal, right? Animal, uh, Hank Azera. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. He's 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 funny, you know. He's trying to get the he's trying to get the image of Godzilla coming down the street. He calms down like I would do. He's like jamming it in, trying to figure it out. <sighs> Takes relax, pushes it in with his finger. He gets it, you know. Separation with the feet. Come on, it's it's great, right? Animals fun. Do we Whoa, love animals? I'm trying to record a Godzilla over here. Yeah, it's great, right? It's New York. I got it right. Welcome to New York. <laughs> Eric got it. Jordan needs some work. <laughs> oh yeah, I can't. I I can't do that. Can I? Can I tell you one thing? Just um, off subject of, for a second. Jason takes Manhattan. <laughs> it's yep. one of the worst Friday Thirteenth movies of all time. And there's a scene where they run into a New York diner, and they're like, "Help me!" A guy with a hockey mask is trying to kill us. Then the woman's like, "Welcome to New York." Why <laughs> she like smokes a cigarette and eats a pizza? <laughs> it's like okay. So I was missing that for this movie because this movie is so New York. Um, another thing, and I don't know if I'm going too philosophical, if that's the word. Uh, this movie comes out a few years before 9-11. Uh, do, do we feel awkward? Do we do we not pay attention or care? Uh, do we wish we, that he tore down the trade, t- the trade towers? We talked about that because they do make a reference to – the the attack from the 90s in this movie yeah. and the 94 um, bombing yeah. yeah and then it was like what three years later uh yeah. was the terrorist attacks that brought them down um right. so it was it was just interesting to to hear it it's yeah. like watching an episode of friends and you know you get the the pullback of the whole city and the towers are always there um so then would we say that the filmmakers are actually since simpsons uh, voice actors are in this movie. We all know the Simpsons are time travelers. Are we saying that this movie, they already knew 9-11 was going to happen, so this movie is our metaphor for 9-11? Of course, of course, yeah. That's, uh, Did exactly, you like that? Yeah, I like where that came from. That was fantastic, Jordan. I don't think we well, can, out of, out of my rear end. probably wrap it up right here, actually. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Have a good night. <laughs> um I, 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 you know what, guys? I'm going to agree with you. I, I don't like anybody hardly in this movie. Animal is just fun. And when I say animal, it's just, it's just the camera guy. He's fun. Uh, Matthew Broderick, he's not a hero. And I'm not looking for, you know, like, uh, like a Schwarzenegger or a Stallone type hero, right? He's very Nick Cagey, like in The Rock. Oh, he's like, uh, just you know, like, in, in Independence yeah. Day right now, where, you know, a cold. Yeah. Oh yeah, well that's what the dinosaur's doing. He's he's coming here, of course. He's pregnant. Right. To, da, da, da. He's eating the fish, uh, and it's just like, okay, so you're the only person who figured this out. You're the only person like you told me that yeah, like a, a reptile expert couldn't ha- have figured this out. Like, um, it's just the way the whole thing progressed, the way that the military just came in. It was able to just kind of like, I don't know, just let the city officials kind of be there. Let the let, you know, there's the clerk. Right there, too, uh, in the room. Hey, you know, um, Mayor, what should we do next type of thing? I, I, it was really... They just seemed clueless because they're just uh, saying fire at everything. Um, now, fire. I- oh, yeah, and then the tracing uh, where 
they <laughs> couldn't find the dinosaur or the dinosaur. They couldn't find Godzilla. Nice. Anyway, see, I slipped a little bit. They couldn't find Godzilla in um, the streets, right? Or at least they were tracking it with like a satellite, and they could have a tracker to watch it navigate through the streets. But then they would just lose it. I I just don't understand. Like, can you just see on your track and your tracing map right there, like where the blip vanished, and then like check that spot? It's easy, maybe over this area. I have a question too with that, and I'm gonna be completely out of my butt, and I'm sorry, but. Isn't it not a law or nothing like that? But isn't it like, like the military does is not is not used on our American soil, right? Like this would not be the military. This would be because the military wasn't involved when nine eleven happened. You can it, involve the military in um, cases of like you know hurricane cleanup, hurricane era, hurricane tornado support. So they could call in the military. But they wouldn't um, be using them like so this, though, right? National Guard. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. National Guard. Uh, yeah, they would. The military would straight up be using Blackhawk. I would say they're using yeah those. <laughs> they're using big old. I mean, a big equipment for this, right? Right. Yeah. Right. F-18s. That's what I'm just like. Is that a thing? Um, also, where did they get all this fish? Okay, so Godzilla <laughs> goes. Godzilla goes to Manhattan, destroys uh, a little block of it, if you will. We get some comedic bits, and then they're like, hey, we know he eats fish because I think Matthew Broderick saw a fish flop around at, at one point in the subway. in the subway. Of there course. fish in the – yes. So Sorry, they Matthew get Broderick. dump truck like, – like what? Like 20 or more dump trucks full of mm-hmm. fish? Yeah. Where do they – I don't know, and that's them going to lure it out. And I love – my favorite part of the movie, literally my favorite part, is when Matthew Broderick is like, hey – he needs to smell it. Let's open up all the manholes. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, that was just like, good job, bud. Good job. You know, good job figuring that one out. This guy must be a scientist. Right. Um, how about we bring in the professional, the French guy, the most Frenchiest French who has ever Frenched? He wasn't a professional. I guess no, it's from let, another movie. No, he's, he's in the movie. The, the, oh, that's right. The professional. Leon the professional. Leon the yeah. professional. You're right. I'm sorry. Continue. Mm. No, no, Sarah. That was my point. Like this guy, this guy and his team are the Frenchiest Frenchmen that's ever Frenched. They're just making sure that their French radiation testing doesn't get released because that's why Godzilla was Godzilla. Right, but will the movie make more? But see, that's the thing, though, is that was it Mont- French two. people that did? Or was yeah, it, or it was, was it Americans un- that did it? Because why one no, doesn't it was fr- it was French uh, radiation testing. Okay, so like I also love like oh god, I thought you said this was French roost me. It's like <laughs> come on, like <laughs> again. Oh. croissant baguette. <laughs> All of them talked like the chef from Little Mermaid, right? It's like, <laughs> I, just, I might have started singing that song during this movie. Right? I just like <laughs> so French. It's it's crazy. Uh, that was a fun part, right? Also, um, have you two ever been to Manhattan? Yes. I have not. No. Okay. I have. I, have, I Eric. I don't like to travel. I've been to Manhattan. My little. Uh, over-the-shoulder fun, my little tip of the cap, if you will. I was in Manhattan in April of 2001. So, like a few months away, right? Nobody knew. And it was 2001, so I cared more about Times Square and MTV with TRL. These tall buildings, screw that. I don't care about those buildings. You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. Um, I've been in uh, New York City subways. Mm-hmm. I've been in it. Sarah, you've been in it. There's I no have. way this big, huge iguana no. is somehow tunneling <laughs> no. through New York without anybody noticing. No. I think half, it was it was so ridiculous. Half the city is underground. Future Rama yeah. has been that. I just, it's that's, the, that's the other part, too, is I, I don't believe the evacuation. Right. Was there an evacuation? Technically, because we saw people on the Manhattan yeah, Bridge. Yeah, refugees but... were trying to get back into their... Oh, my gosh. That made me so angry at the end of the movie when they're like, the refugees are just trying to go home. I'm like, excuse me? You're seriously calling these New Yorkers refugees? And then at the end of the movie, when they're driving the taxi through the empty streets of Manhattan, you're telling me there are no cars. Everybody moved their cars out of the way so right. that this one taxi and Godzilla could run down the streets so they could get to the Brooklyn bridge. I do not believe that. In yes. a minute. No, no, I just, that was, that was another part that kind of made me roll my eyes just because I have been in New York and it's like, yeah, no, that there's no way because it was tunneling and it goes to Madison square garden. Again, mm-hmm. I've been to the Madison square yep. garden. Sarah, have you been to the garden? I have. The place looks big, but it, it, it's big. It's not right? that big. But it's really not that big. It's right. big, but mm-hmm. not that big. How did this big thing destroy the inside of the garden without anybody saying to the cop, hey, we hear a noise. For two over, days. It was in there, there for two days laying eggs. Right. Very strategically in all of the uh, the balcony seats. Um, right. Very, very organized um, right. and, lizard here. I mean, I mean, chickens, when they lay eggs, go, Brick-ark! is this thing not doing that? <laughs> Is this thing not going? <laughs> like, is nobody hearing this? Yeah. Do, is you, it... do you think he like had to like? How do you think it's happening? Do you think he had to cleverly squat, or is it like I, I, you know, is he throwing them up? Maybe. I don't. Do you think, think it's he he like carefully moved them into position <laughs> with his? I mean, he didn't really have like T Rex arms. They're kind of longer, but just like. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, he. He had to have because I'm just sitting here looking at this again, not from 1998 point of view, but my age now. And it's like, wait a minute, I've been in the garden. It's big. It's not that big. It, it can't squat because it's going to go through the roof, literally, mm-hmm. of the garden. So it's like, how's it doing this? Is it not making noises? Like, it, 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 what I'm trying to get at is that to the filmmakers, if you're going to go ridiculous and literally jump the shark, where Godzilla reproduces asexually and is going to give birth to all these eggs, then okay, then you got to make it realistic. But then I guess I'm asking too much for a Roald Emmerich film, whatever his name is. Guy can't direct anything. <laughs> he directed Independence Day. Well, he directed 2012. He, he did a lot of like hold on, hold on. apocalyptic y sort of day movies. after tomorrow. The day after that, tomorrow. That's bad. That's a bad one. <laughs> that, that was the one where the wolves came to attack Jake Gyllenhaal, right? I think yes, so. Yeah. And then and I was uh, 2012 was the one where John Cusack uh, outruns like tornadoes the and cold. Earth, earthquakes and yes. tidal way. waves in a. In a oh. They have car. to burn the books in the New York Public Library. That's right. Yeah, no, it's bad movies. Um, okay, so <laughs> we get to he the climax. We get to the climax of the movie, 
And this is where, okay, so Godzilla jumps into the New York Harbor and they send submarines at him and they just start shooting missiles at him and he does the Godzilla growl and nobody knows what happens. They think he's dead. So mission accomplished. Yay, but movie guys rules. No body, no death. There's no Godzilla body, so there's no death, right? So now the next, like, 40 minutes, I believe, of the movie? Uh, yes. Is he really, really thinks that Godzilla's laid eggs. Help me. How did they figure out to go to the garden? Because there was tunnels that Godzilla made lead to the garden? Yes. Yes? Yes. The movie didn't really explain <laughs> that. I think, they, I think they went down into the tunnels and then just kind of followed a line of destruction and ended up at, at the gardens. And then Matthew Broderick was like, oh, there's three eggs. And then they shine their flashlights around. They're like, oh, there's like 20 eggs. And then somebody actually turns the lights on at Madison Square Garden. So like, oh, crap. There's like hundreds of them. Right. So now we get hundreds of eggs and they start to hatch and we have French guys that are going to be, you know, food. Jean-Pierre and, and Jean-Philippe. <laughs> Again, the Frenchiest French guys. Are that they are so French. Um, I also found it kind of funny because, like, the eggs were hatching and these velociraptors, which, honestly, that's what they were going for, mm-hmm. was doing the sniff and somebody had to call it on and be like, they think we're the fish. Matthew Broderick said that. Oh, my God. It was like, they think we're fish. And it's like, all right, so now we get... Jurassic Park, right? This mm-hmm. is this is theft. This is straight up. They are being chased by Velociraptors. Um, I didn't care in '98 because I guess being 11 years old and like I don't know, maybe six months of marketing, maybe a year, right? But like just being pumped with Godzilla, like I was excited just to be there to see this, right? Uh, but now in 23, it's like, God, this is, this is, this is the worst part of the movie. This whole Madison square garden thing is really bad. It goes on for a really long time. It goes on for a long time. And I love the like pre like internet's cool talk. where like, we're like the girlfriend's like, we got to connect to, to the web or something like that. She says, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, to the internet, we got to connect to the to, internet. Oh no, no. To a internet or something like to that. To a internet. <laughs> Uh, hold on, I'm looking up the visual effects team, which is called Centropolis Entertainment. is a German-American film uh, production company. And, oh, they uh, did Germans in this. They did the visual effects uh, for this movie, for Godzilla, also for Independence Day. They've done a lot of the visual effects for uh, kind of the time that we're familiar with. So I was trying to see if maybe they had done like Jurassic Park and they were the, kind of the same things, but no, mm. they are basically kind of like the sci-fi channel of the movies. Eight yeah, they're Freaks, like, yeah. 10,000 BC. Well, I think the really, uh, one of the, the bad things about, one of the many bad things about this movie, um, it's five years after Jurassic Park, but the dinosaurs, the velociraptor chase scenes, all of that in Jurassic Park were way better than all of the dinosaur baby Godzillas in this movie, which were so heavily CGI'd or completely CGI'd that they just look terrible. Well, yeah. I, I mean, to, uh, to, uh, to kind of hit it on the head here, it's it's just because of who's in who's in the chair, like meaning who's the camera operator, who's the director. I mean, 
Uh, I've said it before recently on this podcast, Sarah, that 1991 Terminator 2 Judgment Day still holds up today. Look mm-hmm. who made it. Look who was a part of that. Uh, this is what Jurassic Park would have been if it was in lesser hands. Sure. So, I mean, like, you get this kind of a movie. Um, I, I want to talk about nostalgia extravaganza a little bit before we close it out, before we get our popcorn ratings, but um, I don't think this movie is that bad. Um, so I, I, I guess, you know, how about this? Let's get into our popcorn ratings, I guess. I'm sorry. There Let's you go. get into it. I'll start off first. The movie, I don't think, is that bad. Is the movie a medium? No. Is the movie a no-bag? No. The movie's a small. Um, I come back to this probably every five years, if that. Um, it's been a long time since I've seen it. Um, and when I watched it to prepare for this the first time, it was just a smile on my face. It was just all those happy feelings of 11-year-old Jordan. And I was like, okay, okay. Let's let's skim watch this and see. Okay. You know, so uh, it is a small for me. It's not great, but I think this is a good way to end the nostalgia strap against the series because this is it for us, right? Like, this is the big one, uh, if you will, back in the late 90s. So, Eric, what is your popcorn rating for Godzilla 98? You know, again, I, I can see why this is fun and. I can understand the hype for it. I I remember the again the marketing for this, the soundtrack we talked about was was huge. All of the clothes I'm sure were a big thing. Toys, TV shows, all the things uh, that associated around this was good. But I honestly do feel that if monster movies are your thing, and compared to what has already been released, you could easily find a better movie. This just isn't it. Matthew Broderick doesn't do it for me. Um, Maria. Uh, pil- Polit, yeah, whatever. Pil- Doesn't Pil- act anymore. Pil- Don't Pitillo. worry about it. She was in Bye Bye Love. You remember that Rob Reiner movie? <laughs> it was a fantastic. Anyway, she was got awful. I do appreciate all the Simpsons characters in this movie. That's always fun. Um, but I found myself just like I, I don't know, scoffing at a lot of the movie. This it feels like if like they made Fast Eight in 1998. Oh. Oh, like, good it, God. It was just, it, because I'm all for like an adventure, but there was a few times that really just kind of, I don't know why they stick out on my head more than others. The one, the second time where they were putting all the fish in Madison's, or in uh, Central Park, and they wanted to lure Godzilla out in the open to, to blast him. And then he got too smart or for whatever, or, you know, sensed it and then ran away and then suddenly i think there was about 22 helicopters that just came through and they were all flying through the cityscape and again they're blowing up the buildings the chrysler building yeah they're just blowing up everything i really do it's just like they're helicopters uh oh the the ones were that were being chased by godzilla and got uh you know attacked blown up or something like that it's like oh we lost them it's like you're a helicopter go go up go (laughs) go up why are you going, you know, bobbing and weaving still? Go up. It just yeah. seemed like, you know, simple solutions to a lot of uh, problems that shouldn't have been there in the first place. And it, it just, I don't know, it just seemed dumb. I guess that's it's kind of what it is. I'm going to give this a probably a no bag on this one. I don't recommend anyone watch this movie. I, wow. I, again, like, if you, I like monster movies, and this was silly fun. It's, this movie is perfect for like to be a mystery science theater movie. Okay. All I, right, Sarah. I, I think, yeah. Also, the runtime sucks. 
What's your yeah. popular for Godzilla 98? Wow. Um, I, I agree with a lot of what Eric said. Um, it's, it's too long. Um, like I said, we had to split it into two parts because we just could not get through it. Um, it was, it was there. It was a monster movie. I'm probably never going to watch it again. Um, I'm I'm just gonna give it a small bag. It it was not a good movie, but That's I didn't hate enough. it so I didn't hate it so much that I'm not gonna give it anything. I I could see there being like parties where you you know maybe like a branching off of Mystery Science Theater where as a cult following they watch it, but I don't think you people are watching it to appreciate it. They're watching it to. Because they you're watching it to make fun of it. Yeah, to dog on it because they know it's it's a it's a silly movie and they're just having silly fun with it. And I think that's fine. I'm not trying to gatekeep and say you can't do that. That's that's wonderful. Um, I just found this movie to be kind of dumb. And if I you know I I find I can have more fun uh, with other movies. Watching so movies. Eric, the, the Japanese agree with you because they made a movie called Godzilla 2000. And then the sequel was called Godzilla Final Wars that came out in the early 2000s, where OG Godzilla, right, the standard Godzilla that we all know, fought every single monster that's a part of Godzilla's oeuvre, and they called this the millennial Godzilla in the movie, and he was defeated in 10 seconds, literally. (laughs) So the Japanese hate this Godzilla too. Uh, this kind of wraps it up for our nostalgia extravaganza. I will say something about uh, this for me personally is that uh, I do the schedule. So like I try to think of ideas about what we're going to do for our net retrospective and stuff. And I take time, you know, take a few months just here and there, come back to it. What do we want to do? And this was an idea that came to me a year ago, right in the middle of the year of love. And uh we agreed to everything. We're doing everything. And now it's, it's now we're the end. Like it's, but my point is, is that this is fun, but man, it goes by too fast because it does not feel that long ago that we started with brave little toaster. That was my whole point. Like it does not feel that long ago. We started brave little toaster in December mm-hmm. and here we are ending it. Take Eric, you want revenge or, or was it what? just trying to birth? Like it was. It, I'm confused. If it was going, I, I said a very nice thing. And if it was going to, to go reproduce, why, why kill all the boats? Um, because it was in his way. I enjoyed doing this series as well, Jordan. And of course, time flies when you're having fun, and we had a lot of fun doing it. Right, so the next time you're going to hear all three of us together will be our retrospective wrap-up where we get to rank the uh, worst to best in this series. So I'm kind of interested. I think we all kind of know where we're going for. I'm going to spoil probably Believe the Toaster is the worst. We don't know. Uh, oh, but, not after seeing this movie. For you. I mean, I don't know, guys. We, we dogged on that one. Listen to that review again. I, I, I remember it, but I think there's also the bit of nostalgia <laughs> with with that maybe the childhood nostalgia is you know putting heavy on my bias there but uh also it's a it's not two and a half hours (laughs) valid point but uh like always everybody thank you so much for downloading this most recent episode you can check us out 
on wherever you get your podcast from. Sarah, you're in charge of the gram. What's going on with that? Where can they find us? They can find us at Movie Guys Pod. Um, Instagram uh, gets updated at least once a week now. There's some behind the scenes stuff linking to uh, other accounts which with things that we find interesting. And uh, just keep an eye out. You're going to see a pretty sweet shirt from Jordan here soon. And uh, yeah, yeah. Just follow us and do all the things. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Eric and Sarah, for joining me. And we'll be back next Thursday, like always, with another awesome episode. Have a good night. You did not edit it. it? Oh, no. Was I supposed to edit something? There's there yes. You clap in the middle of it. What was I supposed to edit? Did, did something Wiley happen? Wiley came in during the middle of our take. <laughs> oh, did you really? And it completely reset my mind. I'm not gonna lie. As soon as oh. that happened, because you did the you did the headphone drop, you know, yeah. and you and you looked over, and it's usually in, in it was like an alert kind of move. Right. And so I saw it and it, it completely threw me, but I was supposed to, you gave me the keep going sign. I was like, I forgot. I completely forgot. <laughs> and so I was stalling a bit, just trying to rewind, but I'm also like looking at you to making sure that everything's okay as you're smiling and nodding. Um, this new schedule thing, then I, 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 I got to get used to it or got to make notes in the phone because like, I don't typically like this would be a Wednesday, right? We would record the episode. Eric would give it to me and it would be fresh in my mind. So we can do a description or do edits, whatever we got to do, and then get it ready for Thursday the next day. But now we're releasing three weeks in advance. And uh, so I'm like, oh, I'll edit this episode in two weeks. And I forget. So I got to, I got to make notes. Uh, I did the same thing. Um, I pre-schedule all of the, like the next three or four Instagram posts for weeks and oh. I got up this morning and I'm flipping through Instagram. I was like, shit, I forgot to write the whole description for cobweb this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so it just said cobweb 2023. And I'm like, whoops, we're just going to put something in there. Cause half the time I'm listening to the podcast, listening to you guys uh, record. So I have a general idea of what you're talking about. Right. Uh, and that one, I think, I don't know if I had book club. There was maybe some reason I didn't hear it. So I just went with it and added some hashtags and yeah, went with it. Hey, you know what? Thank God our sponsors aren't pissed. Yeah. Nobody cares. Yeah. So this sponsor, Bush Light. That's right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. You guys want to talk Godzilla? Let's do it.